it's the podcast that's uh, worked things out with your mum. And uh, thinking of moving in, if that's alright with you. Ah, it's about word roll. It's the final episode. Our heroes have traversed the continent of Svasara, starting in the deserts of the Tashmasi Peninsula. They survived null attacks, terrible smells, and worse company. After some ominous birds, the smuggling band descended into the well of Murdkabir, where they met the late Professor Gainsborough, and Kia's now boyfriend, Jack. Discovering the Eye of Ceylon and stealing it to keep it out of the hands of the Setesh mob, they escaped back into the desert with their new friends. They discovered tombs and learned about the Eye as they travelled to the glass city of Zujaj, well above a massive lake of lava. Dr. Jadlan Azibo finally told them how to return the Eye to its rightful place. Unfortunately, due to some warlock-related heist shenanigans, our heroes were captured by the Church of the Arcane and subjected to intense questioning from warlock finder Preston Sinclair for many, many months. Luckily, the smuggling band came to the rescue, and after a costly and daring escape, losing both Gainsborough and her core in the process. The smugglers, Jack, and our heroes, as well as a toad, arrived by a teleportation in the eastern stretch. Saying last goodbyes, Greg, Kia, and Ayun made their way to the temple. After avoiding hungry yetis, electric eels, ravenous statues, and possibly the worst guide in existence, they entered the temple, finding it corrupt. We join them now, exhausted and bloodied in the main chamber, surrounded by gross bugs and corrupted tendrils being fired on by a larval mage as they try to finish what they started all those months ago. And now, back into the action. Ayun is, uh, he's not looking super well. Hmm. Um... And he's just going to cast Healing Word on himself. Okay. At a fourth level. Okay. Because the best thing he can contribute to this fight, I think, is just not dying and inconveniencing everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. That's kind of where we're at. I like the idea Ayun's just standing there going, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> Got to say in it. Like, slaps and fails on yeah. the face slightly. Goes, Feel better. I can do this. <laughs> okay. Really uh, powerful hype. Three, seven, ten. Woo! <laughs> Exciting. Oh no, it's even less than that. Fuck. Oh. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ayun looks a little bit fresher. He's covered in slightly less blood. Um, <laughs> he's going to take a different tack now. That was my bonus action. So I would like to try and get to the pedestal. Instead. Okay. So we have to take tests to get through these so fucking many. things. Yep. And now can you make a check for me? No. Not with that. You take... Two points of damage as the tendril wraps around your leg and pulls you down as you try to sprint towards the pedestal. Cool. I still have an action left. Can I use my action to try and free myself? No, it's, it, it, it's a turn thing. Well, the thing is, is I use my movement. But this up the turn. But if I was going to use dash... All right, all right, yeah, yeah. If I was yeah, going to yeah. dash... I'll allow it, I'll allow it. Yes. 
So can I try and use this and then dash? No, you can't try and no, use this yeah. and it, dash. You can you free yourself your, yeah. and then next turn you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It means next turn you don't have to then yeah. try and test. That's, That's uh, what you're using your action. For. 15 succeeds. There we go. No, sorry. Okay. So next turn you can just move out of it, basically. Yeah. So. Cool. So you manage just to kick it away as it yeah. retracts slightly. So I'm, I'm still focused on the pedestal and I'm going to try and put a stone in a hole. And with that, it is then Greg's turn. So Greg's going to move his greatsword to his offhand and then just like lean it, uh, point down so his hands on the like pummel against the floor and draw a javelin from his bag and throw it at the lava mage. Okay, roll the hit. 23. 23 hits, roll damage. So that is 5, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 damage. Right. Okay, so you, you see, he strikes, it just cracks the mask as it sort of goes into the neck. And then there's now this crack leading up its face where there's lava spilling out. You seem to have pierced several, but its form moves around and uh, you see a pole form uh, around where the javelin hit. Fantastic. And, That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and so then it is Kia's turn. Uh, <laughs> she's like, what do you think I'm going to do? Yeah, I think you know what I'm going to do. I'm just wondering if that pillar's in the way. Like, if that's you literally can... in line of sight and if I need to move. No. Uh, no, I'll say it's fine. Because he's there, he's It doesn't really matter. He's, he's here. Yeah, he's okay, above. Cool. Like, like... Then, yeah. Uh, let's keep going with those Eldritch Blasts. That was a natural one. <laughs> so, one is a 19 to hit. 19 does hit. Roll damage. Nice. Ooh, lovely. 14 damage. 14 damage. Great. And you can see this guy is now looking pretty beat up. There aren't many lava left. You see that the fingers are sort of singular lava long. You know, like they're not fat anymore with loads of lava holding them. You can see that it's sort of spilling them over the balcony. Uh, there seems to be more than the physical space that it occupies, but they're sort of spilling out like blood. All it's, of like, these lava. It's, it's like a lava fountain now. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's lava fondue. Oh. <laughs> and uh, with Did that, it's cheese in him. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, lovely uh, leeches to eat. Good source of protein. Um, and so, We're not so hard up for protein, luckily. <laughs> it is the major's turn. Tesco's serving horse, but it's not serving leeches yet. Two. So he goes to the western balcony, uh, teleports instantaneously. So he blips to the other side of the room. And then is going to fire first off at Ayu. Uh, that is a 20 not natural. Yeah, that will hit. Uh, Ayun takes 13. Cool! As, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you just see it go, it burrows into the top of the sternum and you just feel completely breathless for a moment. Okay. And then Greg, that is uh, eight points of uh, damage as this thing burrows inside you. And then a, that is 11 points of damage. And with that, it is then Ayun's turn. Cool. Ayun's gonna start making his way further up. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, Ayun's like fancy footworking his way around as many of the tentacles they're, as They're all like possible. trying to go for you and you're just dodging and diving and, and going all over the place. Yep. Um, and then he's going to use a ray of frost on the pool and the tentacles that are around it to try and freeze them. Uh, the pool is already frozen, as previously described, but you can try and freeze the tentacles. Okay. I didn't listen. So the f- in s- taking the cue from the frozen pool, Ayun's just going to use a ray of frost cantrip on the tentacles to try and limit their ability to get him. Okay, let's see how much damage it does, and then let's, let's say that that's how frozen it is. Seven out of eight. Okay, so you, just, you these tentacles just... All, all freeze up almost instantaneously and stop moving and you have a window of opportunity. I 
step into the pool. I take the Sailor's eye from inside the bag and I slot it into the pedestal. And it sort of goes around in the bowl, it swishes around uh, as you sort of see this rainbow energy swirling up from underneath this liquid or gas or fluid, plasma, something. It's hard to tell that's sort of swirling out, out upwards from the bowl and it sort of fills to the brim and starts to overflow. The pool of water frozen underneath starts to uh, thaw and, and melt away. Do you want to quickly like step yeah. back? As you see, it, the, the rainbow uh, sort of uh, liquid gas, whatever it is, heavier than air, starts to sift out and flow over the sides and the pool starts to swell and become this as well below. And all of the tentacles around, all of these tendrils that have made their way up this building that are swirling about start to retract all the ones that aren't frozen, this is. They start to retract and squirm backwards. And uh, they are no longer difficult terrain. Cool. Nice. Would you like to do a coup de grace, I assume? Was it coup de grace again? Don't worry about it. I, I thought that that was like the the big transformation was happening and therefore you could just kill the lava guy. He's in pretty rough shape, but uh, he's not quite dead yet. You can see that the, the lava mage is standing from the balcony just starts to squirm and all of the lava that it constitutes... All the lava that make up its form just starts screeching at the top of their tiny lungs. It's, it's a sickening noise. Um, and uh, with that, it is then Greg's turn. Lava don't have lungs, they have spiracles. Please continue. What's a spiracle? So it's a network of tubes. Because they're so small, they basically just have open holes to the outside. And they let the... the... And just diffuses in and out of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. We are not oh. an educational podcast. <laughs> that's, that's a fun fact. That's the kind of fact I like. Is that for all, lots of small insects and stuff? Yeah, yeah, because they're sufficiently small that you don't need something to push it around. But these are um, alien lava that have lungs. Then they've got tiny little. Yeah, then they've got very... one lung. Very they are a lung. They'd have, have to breathe so quickly yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 oh, they're, they're oozing around, like squidging across the room, just going. It's more, more slobbering. Just... Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like that. <laughs> I did not know you could do that. <laughs> That's the exact sound effect. So, um, what Henry's doing is he's tipped his head to the side and he's blowing like air through his cheek. Is it just going? Then it's very odd to watch. It's very. It's like the side of his face is just vibrating. Uh, now everybody's it. trying it. They sound exactly <laughs> like that. And not everybody is winning. They don't sound like that. That sounds like Donald Duck. It's like a, it's like a helicopter that's that's landing. When it stops and it's like, dun, 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 dun. Uh, and so it's Greg's turn. Greg tilts his head to the side. <laughs> Watch this, I can be a helicopter. No, What's a helicopter? You'll see. <laughs> you, you guys won't get it, but your kids might. <laughs> and he p- pulls off his, his uh, loin. No! <laughs> oh. really <laughs> Combat turns me on just enough for this. <laughs> No. It's all the bugs. Tentacles do. It's not the bugs. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be fully, fully erect. No, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh, woo! Besides Greg's massive erection, what's happening? Can't you have a surprisingly small penis? Even under we the enlarged potion. I need to relate this character to me somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, so you put the thing, Irons put the thing down, and Greg yeah. kind of shouts out, 
Well, what's happening? Are the tentacles retreating? They, they've stopped moving. They're not, they're not grabbing me anymore. Take this! And then he, as Greg throws the last javelin <laughs> towards right. the monster. Roll to hit. Ooh, a crit! Yes! Woo! Roll damage! So I'm guessing it doesn't double the enlarged damage, no? Yeah, it doubles. Oh, yeah, yeah. All, rolled, rolled every, all rolled damage. Oh my god, well, I rolled four on the d4 and five on the d6 for damage for that Ooh. attack. So, so that's it's nine. Nine, 18, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. How does Greg kill the last Yes! yes! Oh, that's so good. I love good. going out on a crit. I know, so that's good. so good. I think the javelin flies through the air and it looks like it's not going to hit because of this thing's just like screeching and, and like wriggling around. But then it kind of stands up and regains composure just for the javelin to hit directly in the center of the mask, shattering it and pinning it to the back of the wall before the form just drops into the larvae and disperses. Yeah, and then this, the, the cloth gives way and just li- like burns up with green flames. All the lava just start to melt into this sludge that is the same sludge that has made up the walls and the sludge is still retracting and you just see it's going outwards towards a point. You see that there's a crack in one of the walls just, just on the other side you see this rainbow vortex on the other side of the crack and all the sludge seeps back into the crack. Um, and uh, then the crack starts to close up um, and you are left in this area. And just as the crack starts to close up and all the tendrils uh, are retracting, this rainbow uh, uh, sort of uh, liquid gas, uh, heavier than air substance that is, is spewing out of where Saloon's eye is resting in this bowl suddenly starts to lift upwards and becomes a beam and just fires straight up. And it's at this point you realise that there is a circular mirror on the roof that just reflects outwards and just into a sort of prism almost, with light dancing around as if, like, similar to when you were in the entrance to the temple, with all of these various colours. It swells up and you see Saloon's eye start to lift in the air. It rises and it rises and it rises. What's happening? This is incredible. I think we've done it. And it just blasts into the air at a rate of knots, and just there's this massive blinding beam of rainbow light. The whole chamber, you're all pushed back off your feet, especially you, Ayun, so near the pedestal. And suddenly the light disperses, and you're left in this crystalline chamber. The Eye of Saloon rises through the atmosphere at speed almost incomprehensible to the inhabitants of the world of Jivan that lie below. For miles around the temple, a pillar of smoke and flame is visible, drawing the attention of all around. It accelerates through the atmosphere, and the flaming trail it was leaving behind gives out as it reaches the vacuum of wild space. All sound is gone as it travels in a gigantic arc through the sky towards the opalescent gemstone moon that sits so far above the flat disk that lies beneath it. As the astronomical body of the moon flies across the breadth of the world, the shard of moon rock, tiny by comparison to the heavenly body it is headed towards, is drawn into the gravity of the shimmering symbol of divinity. It crashes down with great speed, its form turning a bright white which reflects across the surface of the moon, lighting it up as if in celebration. The crystalline substance the eye consists of turns to liquid and collides with the surface, the heat causing it to fuse with the stone it hits, high atop a mountain. 
The tip of the crystal mountain begins to glow as if it were a beacon from the surface of Svasara. Scholars examine this cosmological event with great fervor. Holy men ponder on the significance of this omen, and children look up in awe at the night sky. Traversing the spikes of crystal that dot the surface of Selun's gift, the true name for Svasara's moon, large paws leave prints in the dust that gathers in a thin layer atop the ground. The paws that leave them are attached to the powerful body of a gynosphinx, who looks up the shining mountain from a nearby ledge. She roars as her wings spread out like a great albatross, preparing for flight, lifting her body round to face the world on which our heroes reside. From the heavens she looks down to the earth. It has been placed where it belongs. Balance once again. A good start for what is to come. She starts to make her way down the mountainside, into a great crater that glistens with a thousand colors amidst the white of the dust lying atop. Far down below, our heroes are met with a sudden peace, as the temple reflects god rays that make their way through the parting clouds and through the remnants of the windows. The inhabitants of the temple, from eons past, Look down on those that stand there, and are thankful. It is as if the temple itself were letting out a sigh of relief after a long period of disarray. Um, when I got blasted back off the stairs, did I take any damage? No. Okay, because I'm on five hit points. Yeah, no, no, it was more, it was more aesthetic, <laughs> okay, sort of good. blasted back. You're just knocked onto your, onto your ass. Nothing. Great. Like shakes his head and rubs his temple, wipes blood from his snout, and then spits a fat like glob of spit and blood onto the floor next to him, and just sighs. He just freezes almost instantly. <sighs> it's it's odd, really, isn't it? Being, I guess we're kind of finished. Yeah, I I, I suppose so. Greg stands to his feet and looks around. If there's any more enemies, come out. We can settle this easily. It's fine. We promise we won't hurt you. He says, like, nodding to Akira and Aileen. Very sincerely nodding. It echoes out. Uh, if I turn around and look back through the doorway, does it, go, does it still look weird in there? Yes. Okay. okay. It seems like that's an element of the temple. Uh, it's weird and so, extra-dimensional. Yeah. But okay. it seems like the way back is perfectly open and clear. What is the What is Saline's Islet like in the pedestal? It's gone. It's not there. Where is it? You remember that uh, this was how to get it back to the moon. Where is what? it? What? <laughs> no, yeah. don't. Yeah. This was discussed with Dr. Jerdl on Azebo who explained it. I wasn't in the room. Ah, right. no, Greg's still going to... It's oh, up yeah. to Kier to explain then. You know what? It's oh, up yeah. to Kier to explain. Because Greg's looking at... Where is it? <laughs> what? Don't you... Don't it's you, gone. It's gone. Don't you remember? We, When we were in the library, we were told this is how it... Get back to the moon. To the moon? Yes, yes, to the moon. It. I remember now. Thank you, Kia. It's in the moon now. <laughs> I, I think Ayun. And Greg just shrugs. <laughs> He's like, it's in do. the moon now. <laughs> I think Ayun just sort of looks at you and gives that face that says, Are you fucking with me? Nope, the lights, the zoom, the. I think it's in the moon now. How very odd. Away from the church, though. Yeah. 
Or anyone else who's looking for the it. The Setesh. And Doug, more importantly. That horrible <laughs> Aboleth. Mm. Okay, well... The Witchfinders as well. Mm-hmm. Very good. Like, I guess we, uh, deserve a drink. <sighs> Let's find a guide. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. And so you all head out uh, from the temple. You make your way down the corridors. You remember the way back vaguely, and uh, eventually you find yourself back at the entrance, and as you exit, the doors behind you slam shut and freeze over. Apparently we're not allowed to come back. I mean, I'll just break through it again. (laughs) (laughs) And as you step out into... Don't worry, temple, I won't. I won't. (laughs) The temple looks at you like... "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) You step out into fresh snow underfoot, the storm clouds in the sky dispersing slowly uh, in the sort of alpine vista. It's beautiful as you overlook uh, the town with all the yurts and you can see as far as the ocean beyond. The town with all the yurts, it's not like got two yetis there just like punching the, the shit out of some <laughs> hard to tell villages. Okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't just got loads of collapsed yurts. <laughs> you see the burning yurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we did our bit. Time to go home. <laughs> not our problem anymore. We, we tried to warn them, right? <laughs> that owl's a cunt. <laughs> He's not cut. He's got really bad directions. Yeah. <laughs> like, Those the wrong town. The dwarves, the dwarves, they like set up you know, perimeter oh, defense, and then they never like came barricaded in. in. They're in and... a fucking lie. He went. <laughs> but the the clouds start to part, and you you sort of see uh, glistening sunlight over the ocean waves. You see the eastern stretch in all its majesty, and you see the uh, massive display of the Corvan Hills behind you. And as you're staring out, just flying over from the Corvan Hills, you see the gigantic, majestic form of an androsphinx flying out. Hey! Do you think he's... Is that... is that the... No, it can't be. Ah, uh, no. No. We really should have, like, asked him some more questions. That, that... yeah. There was quite a lot going on, though. Yeah. There was drink and then we go and ask him I I think we deserve a little bit of a holiday first what, what did you have in mind Greg your your hometown's a load of islands right <laughs> <laughs> no I think it's best we steer clear of that for the time being whatever for beaches cocktails what? large furry men <sighs> it does sound like your cup of tea are you <laughs> No, there's this whole war going on there at the moment. Um, insurrection, and I'll tell you over a beer. Well, um, I don't mind an active holiday. Kia? We, we could check it out. <sighs> I guess next stop is the Nosos Archipelago. Hmm. A little time off. Head back there. Mm-hmm. And then I can be a prince again. Your what? what? And thank you very much for being here for the entirety now. Of Svasara. Hooray! We did it! We have had an absolute blast with this campaign. This is this was the first you know campaign we Nearly did on a this. year in the making. Yeah. yeah. Almost exactly a whole year. Absolutely. Um, so uh, yeah, no, this was So we've decided fun. to stop because we hate each other now. We're just <laughs> we're, we're seeing each other. We we just can't face these sessions oh, anymore. Yeah. No. Power rolls grown out of control and we, <laughs> we, can't, we can't handle it anymore, the pressure. It's like a hydra, you chop off one yeah. or two more. 
We no. kill one of our fans and two more take their place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, this has been an absolute blast uh, to play through, and I, I thank you ever so much to you guys for joining me through this. I do, I do hope. Thank you, you so much, Comrade, for the fantastic dungeon mastering. Yeah, yeah thank crafting you. A, an amazing story and, and an amazing world. world. Yeah, and, and dealing with us. Yeah, <laughs> most importantly. Mm, that is ever the challenge. Well, most importantly, thank you for listening. Thank you very much, and hopefully, we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 pass over the fucking sphinx again? Of course we did! <laughs> I didn't want to, I tried yeah, to, no. it my fault. It was more like, ah oh, look, there's adventure in them hills and like... Well yeah, there's adventure in them far away yeah, hills, so let's thing nah, nah, that fam, let's go to the other side of the continent. Uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, we lost... Oh, this is stretching my knowledge. Uh, it was... Why am I drawing blanks on this? It, it was, it was... Um... And uh, her core, it was her core. I had to check the dock. It was that bad. Wow. It's like magic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to remember what you guys just said. Sorry, yeah, I just what's said going something. on? What's going on? I said, it's incredible, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Say something, Kia. <laughs> oh, flip! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs>